Hey grown-ups, life is simply delicious this summer with strawberry shortcake. Did you know she's celebrating her 45th anniversary this year with her favorite makers, bakers, and creators? That's right, 45 years with our very bestie. And strawberry shortcake always has something cooking. She has a brand new special now playing on Netflix called Strawberry Shortcake's Summer Vacation where she brings her friends to her hometown, only to discover her family farm is at risk of being sold. Can she and her friends solve a mystery to save the farm? Plus, you can watch Strawberry Shortcake's very amazing classic shows and movies for free on the Roku channel and YouTube. Anything is possible this summer when you have friends as sweet as strawberries. Hey, Tailblazers, I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales, a kids' podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Grownups, if you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next tale, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now on to our episode. This is Anu and the River. Enjoy! I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. Her name is Anu, and she lives here in Freshwater. Anu is 12 years old and lives with her family at Singh Estate. She lives with her mom, her dad, her grandmother, and her little brother Siddhartha. Her grandmother, Shilpa, is also a friend of mine. You might remember, she was the one that brought the magical banyan tree and her aunt's murals back to Singh Estate many years ago. Well, her granddaughter, Anu, loves to play outside in the garden that the whole family planted together. It is a massive garden full of vegetables like tomatoes, broccoli, cauliflower, spinach, and her favorite, sugar snap peas. She loves the meals that her mother and grandmother cook with the fresh produce. Her favorite is Belpuri. It's a little crunchy and so yummy. She loves to put it in pori shells to take with her on adventures. One pocket is often filled with Belpuri and the other with peas. One day when Anu was only 10, it was raining very hard. Anu heard the drops hitting the roof and her window. She jumped out of bed. Rain was perfect. The garden would love it. She had to check on her favorite plants, the sugar snap peas. As Anu rushed downstairs, her mother stopped her. Anu, she said, please put on a raincoat and some rain boots. And don't track mud back in when you return. Anu huffed and turned around. She stomped only twice, and put on her coat and boots. When Anu got back to the garden, she froze. The rain had washed away some of the seedlings. Broken plants were being carried to the river by muddy streams. She ran to the river to try to find more plants and stop the river from taking them all. Sure enough, the river carried seeds and plants that had just started to root. She scooped up a few bundles that floated past her, but more would come. She thought, now what? 
she couldn't just rescue a few plants. She wanted to save them all. A new thought she might be able to stop the muddy streams and save all the plants that may wash into the river. A new jumped in the river. She thought about the freshwater dam. Almost no water got through that. She could create her own dam on the edge of the river to stop the plants from leaving entirely. She began grabbing the biggest river stones she could find and put them on the edge of the bank. There was a large stone that she had seen some turtles laying on when the sun was out. It would make an excellent starting point for her dam. At first, Anu's stone dam was not big enough. Some of the plants were stopped by the new wall, but the muddy streams carried the rest around the stones. She needed more rocks and a bigger dam. Anu's pants were soaked. She felt water in her boots and down her back. Her mom would not like this one bit, but she would have to understand. They had all planted this together, and now it was being washed away. Anu stacked up stones until her arms hurt and her feet felt pruny. There was now a small wall sitting on a large stone slab on the edge of the river because of her. She didn't see any more plants being carried down the small streams in the dirt, and she was hungry. As she squelched back to the house with her handful of plants that she had managed to rescue, she looked at the garden. It was in a very sad state. Some tomato plants had survived, and she thought she saw some broccoli in the back. They had planted that early, so the roots had time to grip onto the earth. When Anu opened the door, she thought she was going to be reprimanded. She held out the plants in her fists to show her mother. All their hard work was down the river. I tried to save them, Mama, said Anu. It's okay, Anu, she said. We can plant some more things. How about I run a bath for you? Anu nodded her head slowly. The next day, a blue sky had returned to fresh water. Anu was still sad about the plants, but warm chai and cookies from the night before had helped. She had determined that she must build a bigger dam before the next rainfall to save any future plants. She returned to where she had been working, and most of the stones still stood. River, I'm not happy with you, Anu said. You stole our kale and carrots, and most importantly, my peas. You shall not do it again. Then, once again, she got to work. This time, she was prepared. She had put on a bathing suit, water shoes, and a warm jacket because it was still rather cold. At around midday, she stopped to get lunch. Before she left, she admired her work. The stone wall went all along the river from where the garden started to the bridge. As Anu was getting out of the water, she heard a hmph. She stopped and looked around. Where had that come from? She thought. She didn't see anyone. There was no one on the bridge or by the garden or on the other shore. She must have imagined it. She had taken one step towards the house when she heard, Little girl! That had definitely not been her imagination. Swimming toward her was a turtle. That was the only living thing she could see. Little girl, stop! said the turtle. Anu did stop, 
little girl. My name is Melvin, and I am very vexed, said the turtle. Vexed means mad or annoyed, and indeed, the turtle did look vexed, if turtles can look vexed. Why are you vexed? Anu almost whispered. You have stolen my favorite sunning spot. The big stone slab was the best place for us turtles, and you covered it up, said the turtle. What is your name? I shall take this up with the river. My name is Anu. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take your sunning spot. I was just trying to save my plants. Ha! said the turtle. Your plants? What about my plants? You stole those too, and the river is not happy about that either. I did not take your plants. What plants anyway? Come back into the river, little girl. Let's settle this with her. Anu looked back at the house. She thought about just going home. She was hungry, but she did want to settle this with the turtle, and she was curious what the river had to say. She splashed back into the river with the turtle, and he swam up to her. Then he bit her wrist. She said. She was about to yell at the turtle, but then she heard a voice in her head. The bite had opened her mind to hear the river. Hello, young Anu of Freshwater, said the voice. I am Oneka, the river. I believe we must discuss some important matters. Yes, indeed, we must, said the turtle, darting forward to Anu. She took a step back, not wanting to be bitten again. Melvin, what would you like to say? Asked the river of the turtle. She has covered my favorite basking spot along the shore with stones, and her family cut down our shade and food for their garden. My friends have left because there is nothing to eat or sit underneath anymore. We need to grow food to eat and Oneka keeps washing away our plants and dirt, so we must plant more and more. I do not want your plants. I do not want your soil. But you do not take care to keep the soil. So, I must carry it away. Once the earth spread her matted hair around me, the roots of trees drank in the water, so I would not overfill. The leaves and plants would soften the rainfall on heads of creatures and young plants. The land people and animals live together in harmony. If you return the roots and the leaves and the animals, then I will not take your precious plants. You must also consider others. The river and the land and the sun is not only yours. Then the voice stopped, and all was quiet. Melvin looked pleased that Oneka had gotten upset with Anu. How am I supposed to return all the roots and leaves and animals? Anu asked Melvin. I do not know, little girl, said Melvin as he quickly swam away. Anu climbed out of the river once more and thought about the river's words. Could her family live on land that was shared with the trees and native plants and animals? 
Could she and her family plant many trees that could help them and the animals? These plants would have to last more than a season, though. They would have to have deep roots to soak up water, and they would need limbs and leaves to provide shelter and shade for creatures large and small. Even though Anu had not torn up the land, she could repair it. She worked hard with her family throughout the next few months. They planted trees and bushes like the bayberry bush and the burr oak tree, which could survive lots of rain and soak up a lot of the water that had washed away soil and plants. The family planted apple and cherry trees. They let the grass grow, and after a year, native plants and flowers returned to the estate's lawn. And with the native plants came insects, birds, and all types of wildlife. Once all of that was done, Anu took down her wall of stones and returned them to the river. Melvin was very thankful to have his basking stone back. Often when working, she saw him warming himself in the sun. One year after Anu had talked to Oneka, the river, Shilpa and Anu cut a piece of the banyan tree and planted it in the ground outside of the manor. Banyan trees had very deep roots and huge canopies of leaves. The banyan could be something that all of nature enjoyed and benefited from. Anu and her family still had a garden, but it was much smaller. And even though it made Anu nervous, it was now closer to the river. This meant that it was easier for the plants to get water. As long as Anu and her family kept the native plants around the garden and river, the land would stay as it should. Not too dry, not too flooded. Two years after Oneka spoke to Anu and Melvin, the Singh estate looked much different. Tall meadow plants sheltered small animal families and were pollinated by bees and other insects. Birds returned to make nests in the trees. Frogs lay their eggs in shaded corners of the river. And then, it rained. Unlike two years ago, the rainstorm did not create muddy streams. It did not wash plants and dirt into the river to be carried away. Roots and leaves and animals drank the droplets. And the next day, the land smelt crisp, renewed, and green. Anu's family still had enough to eat from the vegetable garden, and the animals were much happier returning to their home. The fruit trees the family had planted began to produce apples and cherries that people and animals both enjoyed. And on the edge of the property, a couple of raspberry plants had started to flower. It was as if the land was providing for the family. As Anu stepped out of her house after the rainstorm that spring, she heard the voice once more, this time without being bitten by a vexed turtle. Well done, young Anu of Freshwater. We were all very happy that there seemed to be so much more wildlife at the Singh estate. Anu's family even started teaching people how to fix problems with their land by using plants. She taught us that we can work with the land instead of against it. Working with the land helps people, the land, and the many inhabitants on planet Earth. 
That was Anu and the River by Katie Rao. Produced by Megan Begala. Performed and executive produced by Rebecca Cunningham. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts. Grownups, if you would like extra stories for your tailblazers to listen to, like the original Alice's Adventures in Wonderland or The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, performed by me, well, there's only one place to get it. Head to patreon.com slash girltales and join Team Dorothy or above. And grownups, you can also find Girl Tales and Cordelia Studios on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And hey, if you love this story, share it with a friend. Oh, and remember, I believe in you. Be an